The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And we're back here and analyze this. Some programming notes as the seaplane uh, lands uh, parallel to the North Shore uh, here uh, uh, on the Christian set side uh, of St. Croix. Um, <clears throat> PBS News Hour at 7. John Lewis, Get in the Way. Um, it's a documentary. Um, at 8, that goes from 8 to 9. Uh, follow the journey of civil rights hero, congressman, and human rights champion John Lewis. And then at 9 p.m., Nature. Follow along as scientists race against the clock to save the world's migratory shorebirds. That's from 9 to 10, right? And then at 10 p.m., Nova. Discover the stories and theories behind the giant stone heads of Easter Island. Wow, that's going to be good. From 10 to 11. And then Secrets of the Dead from 11 to midnight. Examine if a 43-foot snake called Titanoboa was the apex predator in northern Colombia. Right, that's uh, Secrets of the Dead from eleven to midnight. Then, of course, you know I'm a porn company at midnight. Now we got time turn back. Okay, so PBS News are at seven, John Lewis at eight, Nature at nine, Nova at ten, Secrets of the Dead at uh, eleven, and I'm a porn company uh, at midnight. I got a text message. Hey, hey, Henry. They say that. Uh, we have had that same situation here where former senators were wielding on gurneys to vote <laughs> to vote on issues as well. So they asked me, um they they asked me to check with the school, right? Uh to see if in fact that's the case, right? So I, I reach out to Doc and he walk in it. You know, he, he check in the archives and all that stuff to see if that's the case, you know what I mean? But um uh they they uh they 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 gonna they they got a lot of they got a lot of <clears throat> uh a, a lot of craziness that we going on um uh in the political world and, and look this ain't limited to America no. I've seen craziness right I've seen craziness where uh, one time in Korea uh it had fighting going on on the floor right. Uh, and then I, I, as recently as either last week or week before, they had a, a situation there uh, in the Maldives where an uh, 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 elected official was in the ground holding on to another official leg. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't want the public to think that uh, it's a lot of craziness. The craziness that we see now on the mainland is limited um, to... To, to America. And by the way, after the after the um the DC court came out yesterday with their ruling and I didn't get to bring this up, but we didn't really want to, to hop on it. And by the way, I am gonna ask the um the engineer to, to see if the uh the weather people are still available. Uh if if they're available now because the line was busy before. Yesterday we had the diehard Trump uh congressmen and women um offering a resolution to state that uh, Trump did not incite the insurrection. So it, they were acting very guilty yesterday. We had the Marjorie Taylor Greens, the Matt Gates, the Lauren Boberts, the um uh Elise Elise Stefanik, 
all of them yesterday uh, holding a press conference claiming they got some resolution. It looked like they forget that impeachment already happened back in January uh, of 2021. But it just tells you right now, this thing is, is, is you know, when we hear it, when you hear that Tom, Papi show, that's what America look like now on the global stage as it relates to politics. 100% Papi show. Okay? So, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, it changes. Okay, good. They, they, they got a meeting going on uh, over there uh, uh, at the weather service. And we actually had a mix-up uh, uh, with our uh, 9 o'clock uh, guests. So, I, I go text. I go text one of my, uh, my table talk. Uh, uh, one of my table talk. People don't know to tell you to call him. Hold on there. So, so we could rap uh, a little bit uh, uh, about a number of different things. Um, because apparently, um, he said, yeah, Ginger, when when, uh, when when we asked if Doc School had any bars of him, he texted me to let me know. Uh, he, he had some ginger this morning, so I just sent him a text message to tell you, Carlene, uh, so we could, we could rap a little bit. He could let me know what's going on with the weather in St. Thomas as well. You check what I'm saying? Uh, oh, okay, okay. He, he, uh, <laughs> one of my listeners said there are poppy shows and then there are grandpappy shows. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This, this, uh, this, a, a proper and another terminology, another term we don't use, another local term, pistacle, right? That's a proper pistacle, um, that went on yesterday, uh, in Congress, uh, as well. So, uh, hopefully. Right, we could have um, some type of um, normalcy that will return back uh, to to leadership, because as it stands uh, right now, it's total chaos uh, and mass confusion uh, going on uh, in Congress. Uh, you know, I was I was I mentioned earlier, <clears throat> right about um. I got a question here from my partner, um, Rufus Tomble. He asked, what time do I get? Right? What are you talking about? What I mentioned yesterday? Or 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 something from before that? So uh, yeah, elaborate uh, on that, uh, if you will. But I, I mentioned um, that there's a special election coming up. Right? Um, New York special election. Right? Uh, for the house seat, right? And um, there's an article in the Washington Post that said what to know about New York's very special election to replace uh, George Santos, right? <laughs> Rudy Craig said, Rudy Craig said, pinch me. You take the word pistachio straight out of my mouth. Root Beagles, Root Beagles teach us that one, never. Ruth Beagle, Ruth Beagle, the great Ruth Beagles, uh, who was our principal at the time, she, she, our English teacher brought her in um, to teach her, to tell us about a lot of local terms that we don't use, you know what I mean? And Pistacle was the one we used. Another one, another one she taught us was NAR, right? They're making NAR, right? N-A-A-R, right? So, <laughs> uh, I, I like that. Uh, but, but, but as related to the special election, it said just two months after, 
the U.S. House voted to expel uh, Representative George Santos. Voters in his New York district will take part in a special election to vote on who should replace him in office. Early voting started Saturday, right? Okay, okay. Thank you very much, uh, Rufus Tumble. I understand what you said. I understand what I'm saying, right? You asked me what time do again, and time turn back, and that's the reason why I'm important companies a midnight deal. Okay, so I just thank you very much uh, for walking me there, right? They say, why is a special election being held? The House voted 311-114 in December to expel Santos, creating the vacancy that state law requires be filled in a special election. That historic expulsion vote just one year into Santos' term came after a House Ethics Committee report found substantial evidence that Santos knowingly violated ethics guidelines, House rules, and criminal laws. Santos also faces 23 federal charges in the Eastern District of New York, blah, 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 and all that stuff. So, so who are the candidates? The Republican candidate is Mazi Phillip, Mazi Pillip, not Phillip, Pillip, P-I-L-I-P, a two-term Nassau County legislator who is a registered Democrat. And that's a Republican candidate. She was born in Ethiopia, emigrated to Israel, fought in Israel in the Israel Defense Forces, and then migrated to the United States. According to her campaign biography, Philip, 44, has seven children ages 2 to 16. She touts herself as a strong supporter of law enforcement and has campaigned as a political outsider. Right? She's a registered Democrat, but the Republican candidate. Okay? The Democratic candidate is Tom Suozzi a former member of Congress who held a seat for three terms before leaving to run unsuccessfully for governor of New York. Suozzi previously served as the Nassau County Executive and Mayor of Glen Cove. Suozzi's campaign is pitching him as an experienced, moderate legislator, keen on finding bipartisan solutions and eschewing extreme politics. Unlike typical House elections, there was no primary. Officials from state parties picked their nominees. He said Republicans have a fragile majority in the House because they control only 219 seats compared with Democrats' 212. Four seats are vacant. Wow. So let me see if, um, if they had a poll, uh, had a poll, any kind to give us some guidance, poll for special election. Um, to see if uh, we get some, you know, so to find out what the feel is uh, up in New York, right? Um, I see no poll here um, in terms of that. But I know um, early voting started uh, when it was. Um, you see, the early voting started. Um, okay, hold on, I read more. Okay, polls open Saturday. So that was the 3rd, and they're going to remain open until the 11th, and then the election is February 13th, uh, which is um, bam, 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 next week, Tuesday. Okay? Morning, Mr. Um, Mr. Handel out of St. Thomas. How's the weather in Saint, uh, over there and in the capital, man? Good morning to you on the listening audience. You and Dwayne had real fun this morning. Anyway, <laughs> overcast. Yeah. And- 
on the north side of the island where I live, we didn't have an inundation of rain per se. We had some rain, but we had some high winds and a lot of thunder and lightning was on the north side where I live. I'm on my way into town right now and I'm heading down Crown Mountain Road. And just, you know, you know, you don't get a lot of rain, you see the butt running, yeah. butt running or anything like that, but it's heavily overcast. We didn't, the, the kind of rain you were talking about last night, the last, the last night from about nine to four o'clock. Yeah. No, we didn't get, I'm, I'm saying on the north side of the island where we didn't get that kind of rain that cars got to run, but we did get some rain, but the wind was really high. Now, okay, okay, well, you know, are you, are you at altitude or no? So when, 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 when the are up at altitude, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now, let me ask this question. They said that, uh, uh, they, they had a situation where senators get uh, senator get wheeling to vote and and high profile issues in the Virgin Islands as well. And I know you you're our in house historian. Give us a, give, give us what you know. Tell us what you know about that. Uh, yes, Senator Liliana Ballardo de O'Neill mm-hmm. got in a car accident. Oh, okay, okay. And I think this was the opening of session and to form a quorum. <laughs> and and to set up a majority, because <coughs> she was wielding, looking nice with her with, with her hibiscus in her hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a, a gaudy. I like that. I like that. And came and came in. You know, came in the session. Real, real, real. Uh, cinematic. You know what I yeah, mean? A, a dra- dramatic thing. A dramatic <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she came up and be the brother up. Uh, I don't even think at that time I don't even think we had the elevators yet. <laughs> so that means it had some lifting involved then. <laughs> Bring it her up the, the step. I forget which legislature it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, it 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 first been hours to which legislature. Yeah, but she came in. It was very dramatic. <laughs> I like that. So, 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 what's going on on the mainland? We are not immune. No pun intended, based on what President Trump wants as it relates to immunity. We're not immune from that type of theater uh, uh, down here uh, uh, as well. So, so, so that's good to know. Check this out. I, right? I, I was wondering if 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 uh, those guys are checking with the archives of WTJ to see if they <laughs> see how we handle it when when that happened down here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, check this out, right? Uh, you know, you know, the, you know. Today's a rainy day, so we got we got we got higher number of listeners. You know, when it rain, people like to stay inside, so we are good for that, right? Um, I ain't got no school today. You got no school? Oh, school was canceled. Yeah, that's what I read in the paper. Okay, 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 okay. So maybe maybe we could reach out to somebody to 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 to, to um from up on that. Um, I just got a text message. We were using some local t- terminology, right? Um, Papi show and pistacle, right? So I tell them, uh, um, the great Ruth Beagles, she was our principal, and one day our English teacher brought her in, Miss McLaren brought her in to, to 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 teach us of some local terminologies, local words, right? And I brought up the word nar, right, <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> so I just got a text message um, from you know the 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 League of Women Voters Queen. You know who that is, right? We gonna call that name, right? Well, we know we talking about it, right? Uh, yeah. Right. And she said, I took a course in German in grad school and was shocked when learning the vocabulary. When I came across that word, nar, it, nar. Me- it means fool, 
right? Our local language is a blend of so many languages. Ain't that something? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, because we, we don't use it as a verb, right? You're making nar, right? Nar, you're, man. you're making a fool of yourself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But 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 I, I like I like that I like the terminology. By the way, um that special election with George Santos, um, through the first two days, which was Saturday and Sunday. Well, I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday or Saturday or Monday. But I'm reading um, Spectrum News, right, all boroughs. They said through the first two days, right, more than 21,000 New Yorkers cast their ballots in the special election for the state's third congressional district. According to the New York City Board of Elections, 2,772 New Yorkers cast their ballots in Queens, Right, in the okay. Queens portion of the district, and and this is rare where a district overlaps. Right? right, part of the district is in Queens, and part is in Nassau County. Right, now yeah. data given to Spectrum News by the Nassau County Board of Elections shows eighteen thousand three hundred and sixteen voted on Saturday and Sunday, including seven thousand eight hundred and seventy-eight registered Democrats. 6,281 registered Republicans and 3,511 unaffiliated voters. A little more than 600 voters in Nassau County affiliated with other parties also voted. But the key to this is something you and I have been talking about, right? Between the Democrats and the Republicans, that number is uh, 14,159. So you know what that means, right? Yeah. The, the unaffiliated, the, that, that window, that group that me and you to talk about, that 3,511 unaffiliated voters are going to determine They're who will win the election because, yeah. because of the 18,316, the Democrats only got 7,870, which is less than 50%, which is right. proof that, that that unaffiliated continues to widen dog school. I'm going to let you think about that. And then give me your opinion on that when we come back from the break. We're going to also call the weather service so they can let us know what to expect as it relates to the weather here in the territory because it is overcast and we're expecting rain later this morning as well. We'll be back right after this on a rainy hump day edition of Analyze This. a fresh start, the Bank of St. Croix provides in-person service, personal and business checking accounts, online banking, and mobile apps for banking on the go, a non-profit community investment checking account, and a 24-hour banking cash management platform. There are two locations, one in Gallus Bay and one in Peters Rest. The Bank of St. Croix has something for everyone. Contact a customer service specialist for details regarding our non-profit community investment checking account. Member FDIC. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. 
Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Here are the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. And we're back here and analyze this. And I got uh, my good friend on a rainy day, uh, deputizing uh, the one and only Donald Dosko. Good morning, Mr. Handel. Glad to have you on uh, as a co-host uh, in our number two uh, this morning. Um, I got a weather service on, on the line. Uh, good morning. Who am I speaking with out of San Juan this morning? Hi, good morning. This is Mary Angelis. How are yeah. you guys doing? Hey, Mary Angelis. How are you doing? Good, and you? I'm doing good. We got a lot of rain last night, and we're supposed to get more rain today. Tell us about it. Yep. Yep, exactly. So the unsettled and wet pattern will continue uh, today as well. Nonetheless, accumulations are not expected to be as significant as yesterday. Um, most of the rainfall activity today is across the Anegada Passage and the Caribbean waters. So you guys um, are experiencing kind of like a break for now of rain, but you will see the rainfall activity picking up today in about probably like an hour or so. Yeah, I was looking at the weather weather chat, uh, the weather uh, radar, the radar on 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 weather dot com, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and it says like like around eleven o'clock. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. We, we we should be um, totally covered uh, with a with a rain cell, uh-huh. uh, and then yep. and then later on today it'll it, it might taper off a little bit, but we're supposed to get more rain tonight and tomorrow. Is that yeah. is, is that accurate? Uh huh. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, Most of the rainfall activity um, is expected, like you said, um, later today into the night. Um, Nonetheless, like I said, you guys will receive some rainfall activity starting in like an hour or so. It's not going to be like too significant. It's just going to be mostly like passing showers, light to moderate. Occasionally, um, heavy rainfall activity, but nothing too significant. At this time, we only forecast one to three inches of rain. Um, across the islands. Okay, okay, good. Now, uh, Doc Scully, you have any questions from Mary Angelis? Uh, yes, uh, you said that the turbine over the Caribbean Sea, that's over there in St. Croix. What about the, the St. Thomas? What is it yep. for St. Thomas? Yeah, St. Like Thomas, Thomas and St. John. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I said, most of the rainfall activity is on the over the Anegada Passage, which is basically up, um, beneath the 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 island of St. Thomas and St. John, so yes, they will get some rainfall activity too. They are actually getting some light rain, um, mainly in the eastern half of the of the I mean the western half of the island today. 
And then they will continue to get rain as well today. So, yep, promising rain for today as well. No, I know that you focus on the American um, jurisdictions, but the BVI is right next, the British Virgin Islands is right next to St. John. They're looking at the same weather pattern as St. Thomas and St. John? Uh-huh, yep. Yeah, we have um, southwesterly flow today, so most of the rainfall activity over the Caribbean waters is going to be pushed into the that area over there. So, yes, um, most of the islands should receive rainfall activity today. We also um, expect some um, windy conditions today, too. The wind is going to be um, similar from yesterday. In our reports, it looks like the air- the airport in St. Croix got up to 54 miles per hour wind gusts. Wow. So, yep. Mm-hmm. So you guys can expect something similar today but with less rainfall accumulation. One thing we noticed was that the winds were coming from the southwest and heading towards the northeast. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's why you guys in the island of St. Croix, St. Thomas and St. John, and even the other islands that are nearby will experience some rainfall activity because that rainfall activity over the Caribbean waters is going to be pushed into that area. So you guys... Um, will experience um, the rainfall activity that somehow that you guys need. Now, Ducks, you were mentioning you got um, uh, you were experiencing winds last night over there in St. Thomas. We're experiencing a lot, a lot of wind, heavy winds on the north side of the island, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm wondering if we're going to get that same type of wind activity uh, today and into tomorrow. Yes, at least um, through tomorrow. Yes. Yes, okay. the heaviest, the heaviest that we got yesterday in the the island of St. Thomas was around thirty three to forty miles per hour wind gusts. So yeah. we can, ex- yeah, we're expecting the similar thing today. Okay. But like I said, with less rainfall activity, and in addition to the weather pattern that we're going to expect today, we will also we're also anticipating dangerous rain conditions over the the island of St. Thomas and St. John from today onwards. So we so that's a flat flush a flash flood warning for St. Thomas and St. John today? Uh no, I'm I'm talking about marine wise. Oh marine oh marine. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. marine. Marine okay. wise. Yeah, so so we're we're discouraging anybody from going in the water this morning, right? Yes. Please. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. Today it. into the weekend also. Today through the weekend. Oh, okay. Through the weekend, yeah. Oh, okay, well, And then and then the small graph advisory as well for those up for the atlantic waters small craft advisory mm-hmm. through, through the weekend yes so okay. we're current risk um for mainly for the san john and san thomas islands mm-hmm. and then um the small craft advisory for the waters that are close to the to the beach and then the offshore waters too you got it Mary Angeles, thank you very much. Appreciate you. Yeah, I, I know no y- y- y'all been busy this morning, right? Very oh, busy. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, you guys got a lot of rain down in San Juan as well in Puerto Rico. Yes. Yes. Oh. It has been. It has been great. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Thank you very much. We appreciate yeah, thank, that. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye bye. Okay. You got it. That's Mary Angeles uh, uh, from the National Weather Service uh, down there in San Juan. Let us know. Gonna. I've, I sent a text message out to um, <clears throat> um, Stefan Jurgen. Uh, Department of Education and asked him to call at 9.30 so he could give us an update as uh, to what's taking place uh, with the schools uh, here in, in the territory. 
um, uh, I had assumed that there, there, there would be some closings, but I didn't hear an, an official uh, statement, so I'm glad Doc School uh, gave me the hookup. Uh, one of my listeners, Doc School, is there um, um, very little that is, that is happening in mainland politics hasn't already happened here. He said, we even had a Danish-era governor lock himself in government house with a cache of weapons. <laughs> it, it took them three days to convince him to come out. <laughs> hey, hey, people will do anything to hold on to power, eh? Yeah, man, that's, that's what it is. Why well, is that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts? Absolutely. absolutely, yes, sir. Wow. And, and that's, the, that's the modus operandi of the Republican Party and the Republicans in Congress to hold on to power rather than doing the things for the benefit of the people. Look at the border situation with these guys. Yeah, that 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 to me, right? That to me, that yo, that that to me is such an embarrassment. And and they are they are saying right the quiet part out loud right now. That that's the top, that that's the way that I talk it now, right? Saying the quiet part out loud. They are literally telling the people, we want to fix the problem. But if we fix the problem, we're gonna lose votes. So we can't fix the problem. So I got to suffer. Until we get a vote from Ayo, then we're going to fix the problem. Isn't that the most insulting thing you've ever heard, uh, Doc School? It is, and, and they are taking the, well, the number one immigrants and then bringing them, putting them in that predicament and not solving the issues that need to be solved just to gain advantage for Trump to go and campaign and tell a heap of lies that Biden... Biden is what have the situation down at the down at the down at the, the border. I mean, it is it is incredible. I mean, I'm a student of politics, a student of government, and when you, you know, when I was in class and you get in this theory, you're like, no man, people don't do these kind of things. But to actually see what is happening, the theorists who put those 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 words on paper know what they were talking about. You know what gonna happen in school? Remember, remember, we 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 were fortunate, right? Um, to see a person of color be elected president of the United States, you and I growing up, we never thought that that would happen, right? Or, or let's let's just say it was a tremendous long shot. And he not right. only got elected once, he got reelected in 2012. I believe we are going we are going very very close to the day when a non Democrat or non Republican is going to be elected president. That that broadening of that that middle, that unaffiliated that you and I talk about, the people are going to get so frustrated with the extremism on both sides that we're going to have a legitimate, independent, unaffiliated candidate that's going to get elected president. And I know the money the money is with the Republican and the Democratic parties. I'm not the two party system dominates as it relates to money, but there are times when money ain't the priority, and people are going to be frustrated to the point where they're going to say, you know something. We go in a different road. We got to at least send a message at least once in our lifetime that we're tired of the status quo dominating how and whom we elect to be president of the United States and leader of the free world. And I, I believe it is going to come. It's going to take a very charismatic uh, individual Correct. Uh, who will be able to draw votes from all the different sectors the voting sectors, and remember that the, the, the presidency is determined by the electoral college. Yes, the ability to go into this swing state and 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 get people to vote 
so that it can be like an electoral college. It's, I think it's a based on the entrenchment of the Democrat and Republican Party. It's, it's a long shot, but I think it can happen because you're, you're absolutely right. You're seeing the widening of that center of those who are fed up, and they have to be fed up, and they have to to make a decision. It's like back in the French Revolution when the proletariat and, the, and these guys decided we had enough of Marie Antoinette and those guys, and we're going to come, and the people are going to come and say, listen, we had enough of you guys. You understand what I'm saying? And that movement, I think, is rising right now. We need to identify the candidate, charismatic, and have the ability to finance. Remember, Ross Perot had a lot of money, you know, with, it, with when he came in. Mm-hmm. But but the, the center, the center of the electoral uh, pool wasn't as great and as dominant. But you need somebody who's charismatic and who have uh, that thing. I believe Bernie Sanders. With his, when Bernie was burning at that point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when he was, bur- he was burning. L- literally yeah. burning, yeah. Yeah, he was burning, but he was burning Democrats coming as a libertarian. Uh, somewhere along the line, you can see that happening. So that that is always uh, spinning out in the future. I, just, I, 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 I just think that, um, you know, you got the, the AOC. Right, and that 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 group on on the left, the the lady the the, the lady from Minnesota, the other lady yeah. from Michigan, right? The the the, the, the we call them radicals, right? Um, and then on the other side, you got the um Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greens, who is a target. The, the Democratic Party, they actually they they treating her like a punching bag, man. She she just set herself up to get beat up every day, and and. Like that. That's how, that's how she gets elected. That's how she can get elected. She likes she and, and she plays that game to her benefit, to her individual benefit, right? Yeah. And 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 Matt gets. Could you imagine the court rules yesterday, right? And here are congressmen and women holding a press conference saying that President Trump was not part of an insurrection. The same people them who were running and ducking and running to the office and locking themselves in the office because they were afraid for their life. And and not only that, in the case of Stefanik, right, um, Liz Cheney been having a field day with her. She posted a tweet on January 7th, right, going after all of the, the, the um, insurrectionists who breached the Capitol building and saying that they need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. That was January 2021. Today, she are calling them hostages, right? And as a result of Liz Cheney exposing the tweet, it forced her to pull down the tweet because now she flip-flopping, right? These are the things that turn off good people from wanting to be a part of the political arena dog school. And, And if there was ever a time where we needed good people, right? Because we are, it is so turbulent right now. It is now. And the more we turn people off, the less quality of leadership we're going to have, the lesser quality of leadership we're going to have in these critical positions at this particular time in America's existence. You're absolutely correct. And one of the things that I'm fearful of is that when voters get turned off, I hope that they don't not they go to vote. 
and not not go to vote because that's that's the why am I voting, you know? And that is what keep these guys entrenched because those who are in the middle is like, man, I ain't even going to vote, man. You know, nothing changes, and you have to have that galvanizing effect to get people to vote. Because I ain't going to vote, and that's the, that's what these guys are banking on so that they can maintain the control. That these people who are fed up with this, with the political system not come out and vote and get so upset that they say, I ain't voting no more. Let them do what they're going to do. Because every time I vote, I put people in and they tell you don't do this, and they don't do it. So that's what I'm afraid of. But that's the same reason. That's, that's the reason why we ended up with that referendum that made no sense um, back in 2000, right? Where um, the public voted for, what, nine senators or five senators? Um, in a referendum, it was a straw poll. A straw poll, right? Where where the, it, raw emotion got the better of sound judgment, right? Yes. I, 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 what was the number? Nine, right? It was nine, yeah, right? reduced From or... 15 to nine, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and what was what was stunning there is you, you could, uh, uh, I could... I understand the frustration when the electorate believes that their uh, elected officials are not performing, underperforming, whatever the term is. But you must always keep the big picture in focus, Doc School, right? And and here's an easy counter-argument for nine senators, right? And now I think about this while we go to the break. Nine senators mean a quorum of five, right? So with five people acting on legislation, that means three people determining law, Doc School, for 100,000 people? Three people, one person could determine like you have people absent if, um, and walk off the floor and and vote not voting. So one person could be in the majority. And and, and and that is no way to legislate, no way for the first branch of government to be leading uh, the, the, the process because that's how important the legislative branch of government is. We're going to take a break, come back and talk about, I think we, we should be getting Stefan Jurgen uh, to join us. Um, on a very overcast and soon to be even more uh, rainy Wednesday here in Paradise in February of 2024. We'll be back right after this. tell me we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like jeff bezos he had that big cowboy hat on (laughs) he looked like like a shrink ray had hit garth brooks (laughs) i'm peter sagel join me as we speak truth to power at least until power agrees to buy us out on wait wait don't tell me from npr saturdays at 1 p.m and sundays at 2 p.m right here on wtjx fm 93.1 your npr station in the virgin islands there are many complex issues that arise in our territory. Comes with the territory with Leslie Comision. Join me, Leslie Comision, for a breakdown of political issues facing our territory, one conversation at a time. I'm here to be the voice you can rely on for information that is straightforward and comprehensive. Tune in to be a part of the discussion. It all comes with the territory. 
Comes with the Territory airs Sundays at 1 p.m. and re-airs at 7 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. He said that black smoke was constantly coming out of the burn pits 24-7. And my reaction to it was like, wow, that doesn't sound very safe. Wonder what that's about. And in my mind, I couldn't imagine at the time that type of system operating could potentially harm our service members. Journalism that seeks and reveals. That's On Point with me, Magna Chakrabarty. Weekdays at 1 p.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Doom scrolling. Let's break that habit, folks. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where if you want to know what's going on in the world and why it matters, all you have to do is give your thumb a rest and perk up your ears. We've got the news, but we've also got curiosity, joy, and surprise. Tune in for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back here uh, and analyze this. Hey, Doc, school, the real reach on St. Croix, Mason. Turn on the radio. The real reach Christian said on St. Croix, Doc, school. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, we have five cruise ships over here today with this weather. You joking? Yeah, man. They got three at the West Indian Company, Doc, and two down in... In, 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 in Crumbie? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I don't know the people coming and say, what's going on eh? Oh, gosh, I feel for them. You, yeah. got, to, you got to feel for them, you know what I mean? Because, because this is paradise. And the last thing we need for them is to have to deal with the inclement weather. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, hopefully um, the weather will taper off and they can move around a little bit uh, and sink. Right? Five cruise ships, or no? Five. And a, uh, you have a big one down in West. Well, and, and So three up in, up in Haven site and two down in uh, Crown Bay. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. Hey, docs. Um, speaking of which, um, when when you became a a, a senator, I'm talking cruise ships now, right? Uh, I think we got a phone call. Uh, uh, somebody gonna call in to let us know about about whether. Remember when we had when 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 we had Waco and 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 Port Authority and we were number one. Why 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 we always wanted to fix things that ain't break. I know how you are fixing is, is power struggle, man. It's all about power. Say so what politics again, then? Yeah, power yeah. politics. Yeah, is is what it is. It's, it's working. Yeah, it's working, and the management is good. I mean, a a a dog school. A docs. Yeah. Um, we're blessed to have the the commissioner of. Uh, the, the Virgin Islands Department of Education uh, joining us this morning. It's a wet, it's a wet morning in paradise. Uh, good morning, uh, Commissioner uh, Wells Hedrington. Glad to have you on. Good morning, um, Senator James. How are you? I'm doing good. Do me a favor, no, call me Neville. Let, let me do this on first name basically. Call me Neville this morning. Uh, I, I appreciate it. And I'm joined, my co-host is uh, your partner, Doc Cole, out of the rack, uh, joining me this morning. Hey, Doc. How you doing? How you doing? I do well, Commissioner, the, the, the gentle lady from St. John. Yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, out, out, of the, out of the big, small island of St. John. Out of Coral Bay. Out of Coral Bay, though. Out of Coral Bay. Out of Coral Bay. Coral Bay is the 
going on Satola, man. You all the Satola. So, so, so wait, Kamesh, you went to Guy Benjamin School? Yes, sir. I live right down the road from Guy Benjamin School and then Sproul School and then Ivana Yudorakan. And then Yudorakan. Okay, so you, so, so you are Devil Ray back in the day then? Yes, I was. That's what yes. I'm talking about. Um, yes. So we've had some uh, inclement weather, and it, it caused some decisions to be made. Please enlighten the audience. Right. So um, yesterday we received word from uh, Vaitima that we were going to have this um, disturbance passing through the territory. And so from last night, I sent out an alert to my parents and students and faculty and staff that to stay on alert, uh, depending on what happens over the course of the evening, um, we will have a report as to whether we're open today. I did make a decision, however, to allow the St. John students to remain on St. John because the, the turf was already high and the waters were already rough. And so I didn't want the students to traverse over the ocean, whether it's from St. John to St. Thomas to St. Thomas to St. John. So that decision was made from last night. Today, we were on a call with the National Weather Service um, at 5 a.m. this morning, and they indicated that this weather will persist throughout the day, that we were to anticipate one um, inch of rain in the St. Thomas St. John area and three inches in St. Croix. And so based upon their recommendations, um, I decided that we needed to close our doors today, um, have our essential employees go in and check our campuses, start to clean up in areas and, you know, identify any trouble areas so that we could jump on top of that tomorrow to have a smooth opening. I'm still not sure if we're going to open tomorrow again. It's based upon the recommendations of the National Weather Service and, of course, the conditions of our campuses. So I should have those reports today at noon, and then um, we will keep the community abreast through different media, Facebook, um, our VIDE website, um, the radio stations, uh, um, any platform that we can use, VIPD alert system to get the word out should there be any closures tomorrow. Docs, any questions for the boss? Well, I just want to uh, congratulate her on the work that she's doing. I know she has a very, very important task and very diverse. One of the things I, I, I like, Neville, that I saw out of the legislature is this bill where you're going to have the the maintenance and infrastructure being taken care of. Uh, I don't know what she, how she want to respond to that particular piece of legislation. So the the legislation, yes, uh, removes the responsibilities um, from off of the commissioner in terms of school maintenance and construction. And we're getting ready to um, conduct our interviews for the executive director. Uh, once that person comes on board, we'll work together. Um, and they will work to uh, develop the whole bureau. And, you know, they'll be able to address all of my needs. And, you know, I will be able to be freed up to deal with the instructional side of things, uh, student achievement, and making sure that, you know, we are preparing our students for, for the future. And so I'm excited. Um, it's a different twist. And um, I'm looking forward to the partnership with the executive director as we try to keep our facilities up and running while we're negotiating with FEMA for new sites and modernization. So it's a good day at the IDE. But it's also good that um, we don't need uh, every March or April for a special appropriation for summer monies 
from the legislature, right? Because that's been a history. That's been a history with the, with the legislature where um, come come the spring, um, there's a, a request from education uh, for for some type of monies, whether it be three hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, whatever the number may be. Now we're actually codifying this and making this um, law, right? So it'll be a, a, a understanding, an annual recurring understanding going forward every year. Right. So um, with the uh, formation of the Bureau, some things were put into place, such as increasing the daily or the annual amount that maintenance receives from $2 million to five, which is a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there were also some special appropriations put aside for the establishment of the Bureau, and we were able to reprogram um, or reappropriate some of the Public Finance Authority funding towards the infrastructure challenges in the department, as well as I was able to get the approval from the U.S. Department of Education to use some of the American Rescue Plan funding for some of our infrastructure challenges. So, yes, they have more money than they've ever had historically in the past 10 years. And so, you know, we're working to get some of these longstanding issues addressed. Now, before you became the head of Right, that's the term, right? Um, docs, right? Because she's it's a female, it's a female, it's a hancho, it's a hancha, right? Um, mm-hmm. you, you were you were personally, uh, acutely, intimately dealing with the new school, them. So, as a yes. commission, um, you don't have to um, lean on somebody now, you know about what's going on. Tell us the deal with the multiple new schools that are slated for construction throughout the territory as a result of the storms. Well, you know, when I say it's a good day, a great day for the IDE, I mean that wholeheartedly. Having been working through the process for the past five years with FEMA, I intimately know the challenges that we've had, the justifications that we've had to make in order for us to be where we are today. I am proud to say that currently at the Virgin Islands Department of Education, we have a billion dollars worth of projects in the mix. We have the, the replacement of Arthur Richards pre-K to 8. We have the replacement of Charlotte Amalia High School under contract, the modernization of BCB under contract, and the replacement of Central High under contract in March. We're sending out another billion-dollar bundle for the St. Croix District and a billion-dollar bundle for the St. Thomas-St. John District, as well as the um, replacement for Julia East Proud School and St. John. And so I, as the commissioner, as a member of the BIDE family for the past 30 years, it's a great day in Virgin Islands Department of Education because now we will have a facilities that are conducive to the type of learning that we want to see in our schools. So it's a great day for us. So um, um, we are looking forward to the progress. Um, The same company, that the same contractor that is building um, the new Arthur Richards in St. Croix um, won the bid for the new Central High in St. Croix. And the two major projects in St. Thomas, will be done in partnership with Jay Benton and Consigli. And I was able to meet the contractors. And, you know, we're just looking forward to great things. Doc School, did, 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 you, did you hear it like I heard it? I heard billion with a B. Did you hear that? Uh, did you hear that, uh, Doc School? That's, that's, that's how I heard that, that terminology there. B, a billion. 
here, billion there. So we're looking at what three billion in total? What we're, what, so what we are looking about, I would say maybe like three point nine billion um, in projects for the Virgin Islands Department of Education alone. Wow! And the purpose of us bundling and making them large projects is so that we could attract some of the major contractors from continental U.S. to come into the territory to assist our local contractors in meeting our demands. It's a lot of construction, and it's not just education. Um, it's every GBI entity that has received those federal dollars. So it's a lot going on, but I need to say this before um, you, you tell me my time off. One of the things... Hey, Doc, the commissioner believes you the legislature, man. <laughs> We appreciate we, we, we appreciate that, Madam Commissioner. But the floor is yours. One of the things I would like to say to the community and to you guys is that for me, you know, while we're doing all of this great stuff and, and getting our facilities built and, and repaired and all of that, I still want us to understand that um, equipping and educating the workforce is critical oh, yes. for the maintenance of these facilities. And one of the things that I'm working on with um, Department of Labor and with my career and technical programs is to try to steer our students into these careers that, that when they graduate from high school, they could go directly to work with these contractors and develop the skills that they started to work on in the career and technical field and really get into some good jobs and to make sure that our maintenance division, um, the employees are working hand-in-hand hand with the contractors, understanding the systems that, that are going to be placed in these schools and what is going to be required to maintain them. One of the things that we insisted is that we have a two-year warranty time that the contractor will still maintain these newly built facilities and, and help us to transition to our local workforce. So. Those are things that are in the mix because I believe in giving my children anything I could give them um, so that they could be successful and, and thrive in our own community. Hey, Docs, I just got one thing One thing I want to tell you and, and the commissioner, right? She said her 30 years. It's 30 years, baby. Years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know what we're talking about. That's right, though. I just having fun. I just having fun. <laughs> no, no, no. We, no. I, I, I enjoy that. You are a career educator, right? Yeah. And you've worked yes. your way through. From you were, you, you were a teacher, and and yeah, and, and, I started as a teacher. You started right. as a teacher, and then you work your way up within the school frame, and then the department frame, right? And, That's and, right. And you have made all the stops along the way, and uh, we want to commend you. Thank you very much for making time. Any closing remarks, Docs, for the commissioner well, just, out, out out of City St. John Coral Bay? I just want uh, the statement she made about the technical people, and we have individuals who are here to get them up and running to really benefit, and the local contractors to benefit from this bill, billions of dollars that is going to be placed here in our, in our economy. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. The other thing is, there's any demographics as to the school in St. John, how many students we're going to have and mm -hmm. how that school is going to be. A, and that's I think a good question. We don't have enough time to deal with that, but... That is that is a. Invite uh, me back. You know I could talk forever. I'm an educator. Ball, ball, ballpark figure. Ballpark figure for the demographics in St. John. Um, ballpark figure, uh, five hundred to about a thousand, I believe. I want to say a thousand seventy. Wow. Um, it's also going to be a hardened shelter. 
uh, for the community of St. John. And one of the things that I've asked is those areas that we have identified that schools will be the shelters is to try to phase in the shelters first as the other parts of the school are being constructed because we never know, right? And right now, currently, on St. John, there's no sheltering. So it's like a dire, dire, dire need for the St. John community. And so that, that's, that's how we're approaching some of these um, projects in phasing. Okay, good thing. Commissioner, thank you very much for joining us. I wanted to know, uh, looking at the weather, looks like there'll be more rain on the St. Thomas, on the St. Croix side than on St. Thomas, St. John. Yes. So the reports, yes. so you, you might want to modify when you receive the reports from St. Croix as opposed to St. Thomas and St. John. Just a suggestion. You know, we're, we're, you know, you know mm-hmm. we, we try to look at things technically here. Thank you very much, and uh, looking forward to having you in the studio so we can break down right, some more. You. You got it. That would be an awesome show, Neville. Yes, sir. Awesome yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we appreciate that. Thank you. That's the commissioner. You got it. That's Commissioner uh, Deanne Wells-Hendrington from the Department of Education, Outer Love City, St. John. Yo, it's raining. Like, you know, Hawk. Remember when we used to watch on Spencer for Hire? And Spencer, uh, Hawk used to say, hey, it's raining, babe. Hey, yo, it's raining. It's raining big time, son. The rain coming yeah. down. And, and they said midday on St. Croix. 99% rain. You ain't going to get that high on St. Thomas and St. John, but on St. Croix. Hey, Docs, thanks for the co-host. Appreciate it, man. Be safe. Thanks, Be safe. And you say you got five ships in St. Thomas today or no? Five. five, five so, ships so, I, so, I, so I'm glad it's lesser rain on St. Thomas than there is yeah. on St. Croix. Okay? Be good. Thanks a All lot. Right. Uh, uh, thank you very much to the audience. Um, the upholster. Good morning, man. Thanks for the text message. I got it. It's all good. Um, Dwayne Henry, thanks a lot. Um, the weather service as well and Doc's cold. Uh, be good, be safe. Uh, we talk to you tomorrow. Bye bye. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening. I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nawaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. Music can be an incredibly personal experience. A song can inspire you, it can comfort you, it can make you feel understood, but it can even take you back to a specific moment in your life. And it all begins with the artist. Join me, Raina Duras, as I get personal through in-depth interviews with your favorite musicians and find out where those songs come from on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1.